Microphone check, microphone check, microphone check. Neo 420 live. That is right. Blinding you again by the light. The light of understanding what's really going on in the cannabis and hemp industry, plus some other stuff. Thank you for joining us again today, January 29th, 2020. Wrapping up close to the end of the month. A lot of things are changing. A lot of things are evolving. And first and foremost, I want to appreciate you for tuning in again, listening to what we got going on. I'm going to invite you to come to Facebook at Neo420Media. Like us, follow what we're posting, and share it with others. We've got a new Neo Hemp Company sublingual hemp, uh, hemp-derived CBD drops that we have out there and encourage you to go out and get some as that's a 360 win. You support this local independent media. You get quality hemp products direct from the source that you know, and we continue to provide you with the information on what's really going on in the hemp and cannabis place, plus some other stuff. So today I'm going to do a real quick overview of what's been going on as well as tie in an interview segment that I had with David Dawson, the great research analyst that's been continuously looking at cannabinoids and how the endocannabinoid system works and whenever it doesn't work what happens so first off I want to get to the news we have been seeing a lot of changes for all those that are at the hemp convention in Portland Oregon hey hope y'all having a great time if you need some really quality plant-based nutrient lines Get in touch with me as I've got one of the best companies in the country that I'm now helping market and promote their products. And it is a product that can help eliminate any potentials of pathogens for a more generic animal-based fertilizer that's organic. And this plant-based fertilizer complies with certified organic standards, which is really exciting. But if you go on to neo420.com backslash news, you're going to see a ton of great articles that are out there for your viewing and information pleasure. Please make neo420.com a constant bookmark tab on your cell phone as at neo420.com backslash news, a.k.a. neo420news. You can constantly get great information from there there's so much going on let me start out by looking at um the new headline article that we have up on neo420 news and neo420.com backslash news legalization may mean more cannabis and less alcohol in colleges we will all agree that's a good thing Alcohol does nothing but destruct. Cannabis and hemp, the plant, does nothing but add benefits. 
So legalization may mean more cannabis and less alcohol in schools. Two new studies look at the effects of cannabis legalization on college students' recreational habits. Very interesting article that was published. The addiction study has conducted by uh, Dr. Bay, Ph.D. of Oregon State University's College of Public Health and Human Sciences, and Dr. Kerr. In the first study to look at the effects of recreational legalization in multiple states, taking data from 850,000 students. It's a big study, and it says it talks about the benefits of what cannabis is offering. So go there to the new headline article on Neo420 News. Check that out. Next post, cannabis patients often in legal trouble for following doctor's orders. You go and look at, you know, it is very confusing if you're a medical cannabis patient in a state where medical cannabis is, is offered, and I believe it's now at the 33 states. It's very confusing on, you know, where you can travel with your medicine. You cannot travel to a state that does not have medical laws. And even with that, some states are so particular that they will not um, accept your medical patient card from another state. So, you know, there's a lot to take into account, but this great article gives a couple of examples on people that have had to be challenged with those very questions. Next article, Tennessee Senator Files Bill to Allow Sale of Taxation Sale and Taxation of Marijuana. I don't know why they use marijuana in that in that article headline, but regardless, a Tennessee Senator has filed a a um a legislate during the legislative session has filed legislation to permit the sale of marijuana. This is in addition to a second senator had already filed a bill to uh, look at developing medical marijuana program for the state of Tennessee. So it's it's great. I applaud you again, Mississippi. We talked about that a couple of uh, segments ago. We're talking about Kentucky now. I mean, I'm sorry, Tennessee. Uh, we know Georgia's medical program is starting to evolve, so it's very exciting looking at all the possibilities of what can be done. So continue to follow that. And again, make Neo420 News a bookmark on your phone because it's always updating with close to 100 articles. So that by the time that you get close to being finished with reviewing and reading all of them, there'll be new ones to come. A couple of things on the talks side uh, Grand Rapids Michigan celebrates being first city in the US to add fluoride to the water and I am just I'm appalled at why you would celebrate that why haven't you evolved into thinking about something different that can happen because I also published the uh, uh, article uh, titled fluoride's transformation from industrial waste to public health miracle it's unbelievable that people do not understand where fluoride came from and how it was um, sabotaged, uh, how it sabotages our water supply, but also how it is so dangerous for us. You know, this is not a product that we need. The, the dentists that you listen to that tell you you need fluoride are just saying that because their medical association requires them to say that. There is no actual evidence to the fact. If you look at tribal groups in different parts of the world, they have beautiful teeth. They have everything is safe for them because they know the food that they eat and they also know 
the type of uh, you know products that they should or should not incorporate into their diet. We should not be consuming fluoride. I advise Tom's toothpaste as it's fluoride free. I know there's a couple of people out there that are selling uh, uh, different types, but I encourage you to look at those. This next article is really interesting. Our brains, before and after caffeine, the difference is shocking. This article that was that I've reposted here talks about a, just based on a sip, uh, you know, four ounces of coffee. This reporter um, that reported this saw a forty percent reduction in the amount of blood flow into her brain. Think about that. I mean, they show the CAT scans. So go and look at this. It's unbelievable. In the regular brain, there's, there's red parts of the brain scan showing blood flow. When you look at the after consuming caffeine, the difference is there's very limited blood flow. It's very puzzling, but that is what has been shown, and this is a direct scientific study that was conducted. So go and check that out. And then the last article I want to talk about before we transition to uh, David Dawson's uh, segment of the interview we conducted last week. Uh, Look at this rapper Lexi Alijah, dead at 21. The rapper was featured on songs by big-time rappers, but now is dead at 21 years old. The individual died due to mixed fentanyl and ethanol toxicity, the medical examiner confirmed in a press release. For one, what does that even mean? I know what fentanyl is, and young people, you better stay away from it, because it is very addictive and deadly. This is many. This has been, I don't even know how many... People have died from this most recently. I mean, we're talking about thousands and thousands of people. But mixed fentanyl and ethanol toxicity, that is a strange combination. But, you know, there are some strange things happening in the, the, uh, the quote-unquote celebrity world. Don't forget that people have insurance policies on others that are high net worth individuals or high value valued influencers and celebrities so there's somebody getting paid off of these deaths that's reason just like michael jackson when when michael jackson was killed he was killed by giving us a, a mixture of drugs and it was done by a doctor but i believe it was done because his assets the sony portfolio was at stake and somebody wanted that and now it's not with Michael. Michael's no longer with us. Very sad. Very sad. But let me transition right now. I'm going to get, uh, again, this is a Dr. Da- uh, Dave, uh, not doctor, I'm sorry. He's working on his doctoral thesis. But this is David Dawson, researcher and analyst that has been in-depthly researching cannabinoids. I want you to listen to this interview. Hey, audience, I've got the pleasure of having uh, David Dawson on with us again. David is a a true friend and and pioneer in a lot of uh, some of the the research that he's been conducting over the the years in relation to the plant, that being cannabis and hemp and the cannabinoids, terpenes, 
a lot of the real particulars that we are, are still kind of in the dark about. So I'm glad to have David on. We're going to talk about the endocannabinoid system, but from a little different standpoint. David, how are you doing today? I'm doing well, Paul. It's good to talk with you. Yeah, likewise. You, I always enjoy talking with you. And as I mentioned a moment ago, what really piqued my curiosity and wanted to have us talk uh, to, to have the audience be able to hear this is last time we talked, you mentioned about um, diabetes and how uh, when the endocannabinoid system is, is not completely balanced, and, not, uh, and you'll, you'll, you'll uh, uh, educate us on what that term is, but whenever the endocannabinoid system is not balanced, like what happens? Our body starts to be out of whack. So, David, the floor is yours. Thank you again for joining us. Uh, okay, yeah, well, basically with, with diabetes, what we found is that we're looking at an endocannabinoid disorder. Um, and uh, with diabetics, what, what we know from in vivo studies, uh, studies on mice and, and that sort of thing, we, we, uh, we know that, that, uh, that diabetes is a deficiency of, uh, of, a, of an endocannabinoid called verotamine. And verotamine is, 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 the, uh, is the endocannabinoid. It, uh, what verotamine does is, is it, um, it, it's, it's the endocannabinoid essentially responsible for, uh, for uh, maintaining blood sugar levels, um, inhibiting appetite, and it reduces the body's resistance to insulin. Okay. And so it's, it's um, and, and the, the, the thing is what you can do to treat, um, to treat diabetes is if you, if you can raise those, uh, those verotamine levels, um, then what you're doing is you, you can, you can, um, uh, well, you know, you know what's been going on with, with diabetes is, uh, people, um, the, 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 uh, the insulin has gotten so expensive that, that people are starting to ration it. Right. And that, that results at, at various times that that has resulted in, in you know in their death um, because you know the, you know diabetics need insulin um, and uh, and with with uh, if you can increase the verotamine levels you can reduce how much insulin those those um, those patients actually need um, and and the thing is what's what's happened in the last two years the cost of, of insulin has gone up 300 percent and it and it's expected to go up 300 percent in the next two years and, and the two years after that until you know until 19 or until 2030 wow I've seen articles about the uh, the lack of supply of uh, of of insulin and and like the projections. Is that what uh, is you know with basic economics, supply and demand? Is the supply yeah. just is yeah. it's not it's, keeping it's up? Supply and demand, um, and you know, it's like, you know if you look at gas prices, you know, certain things are. And there's certain groups that will uh, that will um, that will create shortages and just increase the, the how much money they're making. Anytime you look at, at any any of this that's going on 
you know, with the oil prices, with the insulin crisis, it's a it's a matter of, of economics and how can somebody make money on it. Right. And, and this is this is kind of what we're working with at this point. Yeah, not um, to uh, not to dive. What is your feeling about why the production? I know that the the patent for insulin, I mean, uh, it's probably, I mean, it's likely available in the public domain now, opposed to being owned outright by a single entity. Is there a reason why that you feel like there's there's not more suppliers? I can't, I can't really speak to that. That's that's somebody else's department. Uh, that's that's uh, that's big pharma. They they make those decisions. Yeah, understood. Well, I always say that, you know, um, I'm all for, um, you know, corporate uh, capitalism and and capitalism in general. But whenever shareholders come into it and and the fiduciary responsibility, you know, is to stakeholders, it always it always it always screws us as far as like the people. Right. (laughs) Because we. Especially in that industry. Because, you know, Big Pharma has to has to run. has to take care of their stockholders. It's, it's just you know natural, natural thing. Yeah, isn't that funny that uh, in the uh, in the cannabis and hemp industry, with all the investment money that's came in and and the federal problem, you know, as far as uh, legalization, that same responsibility uh, as far as fiduciary is really not as as relevant. <laughs> Um, I know of people that have invested, you know, three years ago into companies and still haven't got paid back any money. But uh, right. it's interesting on the just it's the, the dynamics. Yeah, you know, that's one of the problems with what's going on with the uh, with the cannabis industry is is that it's it's becoming, especially with the medical cannabis industry, is becoming the same sort of mentality that the uh, pharmaceutical industry has. Of okay, let's figure out how to make as much money as possible. And you know the benefits for humanity are now secondary to the uh, to the benefits um, to the uh, benefits to the stockholder or you know to the, the investors. Right, right. Well, getting back on the, the the health benefits, are you seeing any innovation that's that's uh, you know during your research and, and all of your uh, you know commitment to, to really figuring out a lot of these parts? Have you have you seen anything that's you know encouraging as far as like these different uh, aspects of the plant being more available, you know, for alternative therapy? Yeah, well, it's it's really it's not it's not only. It's the molecules that, that are that are critical in the in this whole thing. Uh-huh. I don't really deal with the plant much, but I do I do work with the molecules, and uh, and the molecules are the, are the cannabinoids. And just so just so people are aware, there are there are three types of cannabinoids. Okay, um, there um, well there are two types of biologic cannabinoids, and then there is a synthetic cannabinoid. Synthetic cannabinoids are problematic because uh, because the body um, can't degrade them. They're, they're, for example, uh, you know, we were talking about about uh, 
It absolutely does. I mean, I, I have been curious about this for many years. Why, you know, all of, you know, so many different medications, uh, the the negative oh, side no, effect I'll is depression. If you, want, you can Google. There's a there's a paper that, that I wrote on this. It's it, uh, just Google uh, synthetic cannabinoids, organic cannabinoids, the endocannabinoid system, and uh, and their their relationship to obesity, diabetes, and depression. And and the thing about Ramanabhat is that um, that what they did to to make it, um, they they um, you know they created the molecule and then they stuck um, chlorine in. What was that? And chlorine. Chlorine. Yeah. So okay. So it's got these spikes of chlorine. Absolutely. And and um, and that's 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 um, my 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 theory is that where the um, that's why the depression occurs. Hmm. So okay. there's a buildup so, of that. And so, but now the beautiful thing is there's a, there's an organic or a biologic um, cannabinoid called uh, tetrahydrocannabivarin THCV which does the same thing as Ramadabot and Verotomy. Okay, so what we've got is synthetic cannabinoids, which we've just, just discussed. We've got organic cannabinoids or biologic cannabinoids, 
Biologic cannabinoids are the endocannabinoids and the phytocannabinoids. Okay. Okay, those are biologic. And the thing with biologic is the body's able to degrade them because they're, because they're organic. Mm, um, that so makes it's, sense. It's like, you know, the body, the, the, the enzyme that, that would degrade that, that molecule, it's, it's, it's eating something organic rather than, rather than eating plastic fruit or trying to eat plastic fruit, which would be uh, the synthetic. Okay. Okay. So this, this is this is kind of uh, this is kind of what I'm looking at. So so I'm I'm going to be uh, conducting a clinical trial um, based on uh, using uh, THCV as the uh, as the uh, as the the cannabinoid um, equivalent to viratamine for you know for people that that don't produce enough viratamine. Uh, you can you can raise those viratamine levels with the phytocannabinoid equivalent, okay. and um, and so what we would do is we would rather than giving people um, you know ramadabot the synthetic cannabinoid, we would give them um, we would give them tetrahydrocannabinoid, and and uh, and the body can degrade them and it and and when when it's when it's ingested or intermittent, it can the body can. It, it, it will do the uh, it will do the, the same things that verotamine does, and raise those those levels of verotamine, um, thereby um, you know uh, inhibiting appetite, regulating blood sugar levels, and reducing the body's resistance. So this is our, uh, our preferred approach for treating diabetes. Yeah, and, and you just said it. That's treating diabetes. It's not treating the symptoms no, that are cure. associated. Right. Right. Yeah, none of this. Yeah, it's like, I mean, the pharma, you, people think, oh, the pharmaceutical industry, they're curing things. Well, they're not. They're treating things. But right. what happens when they treat something is, is, uh, is side effects occur. And so... As he started to mention, that's the end of the first segment of the interview, but David went into depth about diabetes and about um, what he was about to say was about side effects. So stay tuned for the remainder of that interview that will be published over the next couple of days. Uh, Please go to www.neo420.com. Follow us on IG at Neo420Shop, Neo420Garden, Neo420News, and Neo420Talks. Continue to spread the information. We really appreciate the support and the viewership. So until next time, all that are doing it, I salute you.